Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the program. This is the National Director of Operations, Sister Seven, and um, I'm representing the People's Black Panther Party. And this is going to be um, an informational session. What we're going to do is kind of get some information out to the public about the progressive things that this particular formation is trying to do. And and not just this information, with this formation, but just any and every progressive organization needs to be actively working on a plan to combat some of the absolute crazy negativity that's out there. Um, It has to happen. We have to do this now. We have to get serious about it. And so um, what this is is just a small snippet of information so that we can find out people that are interested in working with us as we're building. We're on a building mode right now. Uh, The situation is so dire, so critical that, you know, we can't keep waiting for the government. I think the government has really shown us the best that they got. You know, I think the government has made it extremely clear what they're willing to to assist us. And so, as always, especially in African-American communities, it's going to be up to us to make some changes and to do some things ourselves. And so we are um, working on that. I'm joined by Chief of Staff, uh, Brother War, and he's going to be giving us some more information because he's uh, been with the chapter a whole lot longer than I have. And, um, excuse me, been with the formation a lot longer than I have. And um, just been out in the field getting the work in. And so he's going to give us some additional information about just the nature of things, the environment that's going on, and what we can do about it. Because a lot of the sentiment that I've heard in my community is, one, is nothing we can do. And, um, or two, is we got to go get a gun. So I know there's some other alternatives. And, and we all have a right to bear arms. That's a right of ours. Um, but there's got to be something more. Because there's too many of us that can't own guns. That's a whole other issue. So uh, the, the head of this central is um, my, myself. I'm a member. We have Chief Ward that's coming on. We have Chairman Yanga, who is in Pittsburgh right this moment speaking with um, the street tribe up there, a convention up there, trying to find ways to increase the peace and, and have more go- positivity going on in those communities up in Pittsburgh. So everyone is doing their part. And what we want to do is reach out to people that want to do some more. Um, let me see. Chief Ward, do I have you on the line? Uh, Black Power, I'm here. Can you hear me? Black Power, gotcha. Um, would you mind taking a minute and, and giving us a little bit more details about, you know, what you're doing and, and you know, I know you're over on the West Coast, which is a whole other environment. Could you fill us in a little bit about what you're currently doing uh, in the movement? Okay, well, let me just say, talking regards to specifically here in San Diego, as well as the, the general synopsis of 
a lot of the things that we need to address. So uh-huh. uh, we've been giving classes dealing with uh, dysfunctionality as it applies to the individual, the family, and the community, and is and just education in general, trying to get our, our people, especially the organizers, on the same page and understanding the need for us to organize properly and understand administration as well as our hangups and setbacks as it applies to our general outlook on life. Because unfortunately, especially with a rise in social media and especially with the current situation as, as it applies to the um, national politics, especially with the uh, president, there has been mm-hmm. a, a great polarization within the United States. And this has caused a lot of people to get into their feelings. And as people get into their feelings, it, it also, not only from the black community, obviously from the white community, caused people to revert back to certain aspects of prejudices and racism. And this only creates fuel for the fire and causes, and causes people to be more emotional than collective and, and, and logical in regards to how they respond to situations. And it's a day-to-day situations, whether it be how you look at things on, 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 in, your, in your workplace, how you deal with your next-door neighbor, how you deal and, and accept aspects of general racism and victimization. And as black people, victimization has taken a hold of us to the point to where we've, we've gotten into this mode after where we carry a we carry like a, a banner of pride to be victims. And with social media, that go that spills over to where every single a- aspect of something that happens negative and we understand it being reported, people jump on the bandwagon and have something to say about it. But that's usually the start and end of it. See we're not addressing the root causes of these conditions. And so mm. our thing here is is to try to get our people to get beside, get out of their feelings and get into actual aspects of making a difference. And so we challenge, we're challenging the individual to take a step back, look at what you, how you perceive things, and what it's going to actually take to deal with re- recognizing solutions. So mm-hmm. part of the problem with that is identifying the root problem. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll look at a situation, especially a police shooting, and just say, uh, it's, it's, it's those damn police officers, they did say that, but we have to break down and look at the dynamics of what creates the environment to where police officers are on that rampage, or even going down and looking at the specific officers that are involved in the, in, in the shootings and, and what fueled those things. Because, mind you, going back to, to what's happening with creating a polarization within the, the country, Nobody's immune to that Nobody's immune to their feelings Regardless of what their job is And a police officer has a, has a job Just like anybody else They have a life just like anybody else So they become victims Also of circumstances Not to take up for them because that's not what I'm doing But everybody is a human From that standpoint And so therefore because they have a badge And a gun Obviously them getting out beside themselves And getting into their emotions has a greater effect on everybody yes. else's day-to-day lives because they have a gun, and they can take yes. the law into their own hands. And when they do so and when they get in their emotions and, and make a, a, a bad judgment call, 
obviously somebody is, is out to lose a life. But nonetheless, yeah. what I'm getting at with that is that just like anybody else, they end up with a chip on their shoulder. They end up with this emotional baggage that gets pulled out of them as a result of how they're viewing things in, in, in the current situation with the polarization, and it causes them to even make bad judgment calls. So we have mm-hmm. to go back to the dysfunctionality aspect of what is causing this while be, we being derailed and, and, and pushed into this, this arena of, of drawing in on racism the way it is. What is it to make right. America great again? You oh, see what I'm God. saying? So that, that in yeah. itself is meant, it's, it's meant to be able to create a distraction. Yeah, and I'm not I saying that. Seeing that. I remember seeing that and saying, great for who? <laughs> I remember saying, okay, make America great again. I was like, when was it great? Who is it great for? Right. You know? And right. it was just, it right. was uh, ridiculous. It was ridiculous. You know, let me let me ask you this question, Chief. Um, I, I'm second generation out in this field, okay? My parents were activists. They were Panthers back in their day. And, um, you know, part of my question is, why is there still still a need for progressive black organizations? Because it seems like we have quite a few, but but yet the need and the the challenge is still there. So you know what what's going on with that? Why why is there still a Black Panther Party? Well, I would say this: we got to look at it too, from from let's break down what we're saying, because mm-hmm. when we say progressive Black organizations, first and foremost, what what is defining progressive? Because Right. What we what we have is we have a lot of organizations, and we got a lot of people mm-hmm. that may be doing individual things that are progressive in reference to the fact that someone could not be doing anything at all. So, so we got to we got to take a step back and look at what kind of bars are being set when we establish these organizations, when we establish ourselves, or decide to step out and say, "Well, I want to I want to take an active role in doing something." for the betterment of my community, or doing something, period, outside of just simply nine to five or, or, or going to church. So when I want to deal with the collective work of organizing, mm. and I'm organizing on behalf of black people or for black people, now I want to take that a step further and be a progressive black organization. So when you say progressive mm-hmm. black organization, you've got to get into the fact that I'm distinguishing myself from any other organization and in terms of what level of commitment we're putting ourselves, we're, we're raising that bar to. So that's mm-hmm. a real ambiguous statement to say progressive. So, but we have to, we have to accept the fact that a lot of our people want, and it's just a natural desire to want to belong to something. But when, right. we, when we look at the condition and things that are being faced now, and then we go back and, and we look at what the Panther Party uh, was in its in its conception as well as what it means now to be a Panther. We have to take into this. Let's just break it down from the aspects of a ten point platform. The ten point platform was meant to address um, getting black people to to do for self, getting back black people to understand. Going back to the slogan that the original with the, the third development Panther Party would say, "All power to all to the people." That was basically recognizing the fact that the government was so embedded in its 
racism so embedded in and and oppression so embedded in not actually doing what was right for black people because we're talking about things as going as far as back as what was going on with Jim Crow and act and active you know in active segregation so from that standpoint mm-hmm. black people have to have the mentality that you know what we have to be accountable for our own community. We have to be accountable for our own actions, our own ways, and our own progress. So, therefore, mm-hmm. the progressive aspect has to do with me taking it upon myself and obligating myself to be accountable for the building up of my neighborhood. That's how progressives should be tied to black organizations. Mm-hmm. So we have to yes. go back to accountability, and we have to go back to saying, like with the, with the Panther Party, again, with us, the People's Black Panther Party, for self-determination. So progression and self-determination are tied together from the standpoint of saying, hey, we are going to work and deal with things in, in, in the aspects of being able to build an environment to where our accountability has to do with developing ourselves to the point to where we are not depending upon the government to provide. We are not depending on on an educational system that's based upon making sure that you can work for them as not being able to develop things around working for ourselves and building up for ourselves. So that's the progressiveness. Mm -hmm. The black organization aspect has to do with recognizing the fact that you can't expect anyone other than black, anyone other than African to do for Africa. So if we Mm -hmm. want to change the conditions and dynamics of our group, of our culture, then we have to take an active aspect in doing so. And then the organizing aspect go into is going to take a structured arrangement, a structured protocol to be able to make sure that we can cover A through Z. So that's our organizing efforts, and that's what we're about. Yes. I, I have a question. Um, I'm not into separatists. So... Are you talking about separating? You know, I'm not trying to. I like Georgia. I like wherever I am right now. So, are you okay. talking about separating? Or are you talking about, you know, still working within the system? You know, and and these are again halfway through because this is going to be a a very brief meeting. I the purpose of this is to gather information and to share information to let people know. I am, uh, to let people know, we need to be doing more, okay? We need to be doing more as an organization. We need to be doing more as a people. There are lots and lots of things that we're we're missing out on. So we have to get this stuff taken care of. So we're trying to um, include that. So can you tell me, outside of what can people do? Like, what's the action? Well, I would say I would say this: when you talk about the action, again, uh-huh. dealing with dealing with it. Let's just go to our platform for that. Just just point number one and say we want freedom. We want the power to practice self determination and determine the destiny of our mm-hmm. community and the black nation. So when we talk about taking these in, in aspects of steps, of steps. So we're first talking about the, the get condition of the community. We have to be involved at all levels. Of, of the development and what goes on and happens in your community and not leave it up mm-hmm. to a, a government structure, so to speak, to deal with the, the well-being of your environment. You have to take an active role, and there's many ways that we can take active roles in it. 
again, going back to dealing mm-hmm. with the aspect of progressive organizations, there any and everything under the sun needs to be done and needs to be uh, addressed. So regardless of mm-hmm. what your background is, regardless of what your interest is, there's always a way to be involved. And unfortunately, too many of us, only think, only think we think we, we have a narrow mentality sometimes, and we think, well, voting is, is the all means end to dealing with our, our, our situation. And voting is actually only the beginning, okay, because what you're doing when you're dealing with, with, with the electoral process like that, you are getting someone to represent you from the standpoint of a voice to deal with legislation, okay? But right. what... What does it take to create that legislative process? What is it going to take to get something on the ballot? What does it take that needs mm. to be addressed in the community? How do you determine what needs to be addressed in the community? How do you deal with zoning? How do you deal with the economics of the community? How do you deal with police brutality? All these things have to be dealt with up front and in addition to voting for somebody to quote-unquote represent the aspects of things right. that will become a law. And that's, so we have that's, to even go you know, back this to this sounds so big. Right, and so it sounds so big, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was saying, what can someone do right now? Um, I have, uh, the, the chairman was able to, I had mentioned that he's doing um, a conference up in Pittsburgh, but he has stepped in for a second. Chairman, we, we are addressing people, giving them some information about uh, the formation. Would you like to say a word or two? Uh, just you know, it's it's cool to be. It's uh, I appreciate. It. I don't really have anything particular to say. Just listening mm-hmm. and uh, reserve. Awesome. I would love to reserve the option to, to to pop in that time. But I think the chief was, you know, right on it about um, you know, going into a little depth that's a little deeper than just uh, going cash in a ballot that we have to be. Yes. You know, like what we always talk about, what the party is about. I guess I am saying a few words. It's just about being about accountability and responsibility. That's all from the political power to economic <laughs> power and just to your social power. Accountability and responsibility. Those are the mm-hmm. two words I like to like to really throw out there and have them really associated with the party. Mhm, mhm. I get that. And and, and uh, Chief just shared that with accountability and responsibility. Yeah, you know, hey. I know. I know one thing I was looking for because I like to be action oriented. I was speaking with a sister earlier and she was like, you know, I'm involved in this. I'm a lifetime member here. I do this, I do this, but I don't do anything. So on one hand, you know, I was like, you know, sister, I applaud that you are affiliated with such great, powerful organizations. I also applaud your ability to see they're not, they're not doing, um, I'm going to say as much as they can. They're not doing things that touch the people. You know what I'm saying? On one hand, you know, we can get very comfortable in uh, between just the three of us on this line have a debate that would knock everybody out their socks. But at the end of the night, it's like, how is this going to translate in my personal community? This is why we're recruiting. And we're not recruiting in certain areas. We're recruiting everywhere because we want to make sure that we have people in places because we're trying to make those differences in the communities. So this isn't just talk, people. Yes, we need to talk. Yes, we need to do education. We need to instruct. We need to do whatever. 
But at the same time, we also have to get out and reach out and touch people. This is what the chairman's doing right now. You know, this is what Chief Ward just got finished with with his workshop. And so we're always getting out to the people. And this is just a broad umbrella saying, hey, we're ready now. We, we are ready. We, we have policies in place. We have orientation ready. You know, we're getting situated because the need is getting stronger. You know what, man? Let me man, jump in here, sister, Please. with you. Absolutely. I didn't want to go over a few things that you touched on. Um, and one was the need for participation in your own involvement or involvement in your own self-determination. Listen, I don't want, like like the sister was saying and like she said, we have the structure, we have orientation, um, and we're bringing it down. But I don't want this to really intimidate or to frighten mm-hmm. the I, everyday listeners, you brothers and sisters out here who are listening to get that dose of black power, to get that dose of nationalism, to begin to bring some type of structure and focus to your um, budding awareness of being black and what it means to be black in America. We are simply a formation. We're saying we have that from that level, from the highest level of organizing to the best of our ability and inviting your participation and input all the way down to just the brother and sister who want to participate in cleaning up their community, something as simple as um, organizing a couple people getting trash bags, buying the plastic gloves, and going and doing a community trash pickup. We're not asking Mm -hmm. you to, you know, some of the brothers and sisters out there like, look, I don't tote the machine guns. I don't do this. All, <laughs> I don't know all the black history facts. I do know I'm black, and I do know that there's some type of repression or suppression going on for being black. I had no choice in the color I am, but due to this, I'm black. And what we're saying at the People's Black Panther Party, not only will we explain why, you know, from – and it's bigger than just a white man hate the black man, but from a economic, social, political standpoint and their need, how it's uh, imperative to their survival, racism, fascism, capitalism, the things that Trump going to do. Not only will we explain that on a level that us as the everyday common people understand, but we will also prayerfully um, begin to teach methods to show us how to combat some of these things coming at us and not just mm-hmm. how to combat them individually but how more we will be uh, teaching methods that if we come together collectively, we will show the effectiveness of organizing, of solidarity, of black nationalism. You know, we begin to see it affect us. We see the works of it in other people, but we see it begin to affect us. And we see the works of it in other people, everything from the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. What we hear, what we're hoping to do is to dispel the myth of a progressive, revolutionary organization being super ultra black nationalist to the point where we don't even eat white bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm nothing with. So, coming offering the people a a party, a political, self determining uh, political, economic, social, and even defense self determinist party. That they can find their place in. Absolutely. We're not, yeah, that you can find your place in. We're not trying to remold you, or we are trying to wash your brain. I feel like that all of us have, should have our brains washed. Colonialism has just destroyed us as a people. It has taught us to work contrary to what's uh, advantageous to us as black people. But we're not trying to 
change who you are as a person. What we're trying to do is to give you tools to help build yourself. And we know once you have, you know, I'm a believer in, you know, I, I listen, I go to scriptures for wisdom. And in my particular scripture um, that I go to in the Quran, it says God is not put two hearts in one man. He's going to love the one and hate the other. So I know that if you've given tools and instruments of self-determination, given the right understanding, like point number five in the 10-point platform program of the Black Panther Party, people of Black Panther Party self-determination, is we want a history that teaches the true uh, decadent nature of the society and the place of the black man and the black woman in this decadent society. So we believe that once we teach that and you will start to see the things that you do are destructive, you will embrace good, and once you embrace good, those two things can occupy the same space at the same time, and right. negative will leave you. Basically, I'm That's saying, right. once you, I believe in the in the philosophy. You know if you that. know, girl, you better say it. Say it. Let me make one. Let me make one quick point too that I want our listeners to just vibe off of. Collectively, Please. our people, our people have a renter's mentality. And what I mean by rental mentality is that we don't take ownership of anything. And when you have a rental mentality, your, 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 the way you view the world, the way you view op, your operation is everything belongs to somebody else. It's not my problem. I don't mm. care. I'm just, I'm just going to borrow time. I'm just going to pay what I got to wow. pay and move on, and I, and I don't care about the condition of, of the place. It's no different than how someone mm-hmm. who rents uh, uh, an apartment or a house and, you know, put holes all in the walls, you know, keep the floor dirty, let, you know, just let the place run down. And we apply that right. renter's mentality to our, our complete environment. And subconsciously what this yes, means is that the neighborhood don't belong to us. I'm just renting. So yes, I don't care about yes, what goes on. And that's what encompasses our day-to-day lifestyle. So when we have a renter's mm. mentality – we won't take ownership to the community, which means somebody else has to do what? They have to keep the community intact. They have to keep the community right. And this is where the enforcement mm-hmm. comes in, and this is why you have oppression the way it is, because if, my, if the attitude is you just renting and I'm owning, then I got to make sure yes, that you stay in line. I got to make sure that this place is kept up. And as a result, I got to clean roaches. So you take on a roach mentality, mm-hmm. and as a roach mentality, you're going to get treated like a roach. So accountability mm-hmm. means that we have to have an ownership mentality. Mm-hmm. So That's we right. have to force That's right. We have to force that recognition upon ourselves. So it's a mental process. Going back to what the chairman said about brainwashing, I would say, I would say a mental cleansing. So we have to cleanse our okay. the way we view things. And by doing so, this Absolutely. causes my, my, my outlook to be more progressive, going back to the whole aspect of being progressive. It, it causes me to have a yes. progressive outlook, and so I take ownership, and that causes me to do more. And then I can be involved. And so our local, not okay. local objectives state that, you know, about developing mm-hmm. a black, black power movement, developing black power through education developing and defending the black economic power, and that goes back to removing the renter's mentality and, and taking ownership into something. You know, that's not, just, that's not just economic ownership. It's just resources and how I view everything. So it's mind, body, and spirit. Take complete ownership, and that means you will clean up your vessel right. as well. You know, 
in I developing and enforcing accountability in the criminal justice system, develop and defend the black youth, yeah. reclaim and develop mm-hmm. our black neighborhoods. That's where that mm-hmm. accountability it comes into mm-hmm. play. And so these, mm-hmm. can, these things right here, are, it can encompass our total existence in terms of the party. Black power. Yeah. Absolutely. Black power. Absolutely. Black power. I love uh, it. I love it. Know, I think... I think, I think Chief Ward, bring it to you, okay? Because he said... Yeah, Chief, oh, Chief going to tell you. <laughs> Chief going to tell you. Chief ain't going to, you know... Now you got to remember with that man. Chief Ward, you, you don't know whether to laugh or cry. Last okay. radio, we were domesticated. Okay. <laughs> Chief yeah. will bring it to Chief you and will bring you over the head with it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank well, listen, you. Are we on the Thank 90. you for it. We're yes. on the 90. We're on the 90 seconds. It's good to see you back. Yeah. Now, listen, stay tuned. The radio program, it, it, it'll be back out there, people. So, uh, I th- you know, appreciate you guys for tuning in, who tuned in. And mm-hmm. I'm out. All power to the people. I have the power to All power to the people. Black people. Black power. Sorry. Uh, family, Black this power. is just a snippet of what we are bringing to the public. We are expanding. We know now, look, we can't hold this to ourselves. we got to get involved. If you are just going to work and coming home, that's not enough. So I'm going to ask that you reach out on a flyer. There's phone numbers for you to reach out to. Get your application in, and we're about to cook. This year is only half done. we got a lot more to do this year. So don't hesitate. Reach out. We can get those um, applications out to you. But we are making changes this year. So be part of that positive change in your community. Peace. Peace.